Hey guys, guess who's who's back? I finally got Tom back on because we both been incredibly busy. So back to talk 10, 10 minutes, 10 minutes with Tom or talking with Tom, whatever the hell I want to call it, because it never is actually 10 minutes and we just shoot the uh, shoot the uh, shit shit for a bit. So how's it how's the day going, man? It's all right. You can't pack all this quality into just 10 minutes. Oh yeah, exactly. Something like that. <laughs> Especially when we need coffee this bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we've both been uh, kind of burning the candle at, at, at both ends late, lately. Okay. It's been oh exciting time in the wrestling world. Wrestling's hot everywhere. It's good to see. Like, not WWE's expanding, but there's a lot of other companies. We were shooting the shit talking about. Of course, the Young Bucks hosting All In. Uh New Japan's hot. Everybody's talking about New Japan, whether they're actually watching or not. <laughs> yeah. See, here, here's the thing. I think there are more Bullet Club T-shirt fans than actual wrestling fans. Because I had a conversation with somebody the other day. He was wearing the Bullet Club hoodie that I've been looking for for months because I don't want to order it online because I'm a cheap. Um, and I start talking to him about, hey, well. You, well, a Bullet Club, Club fan, I got my Hangman Page shirt on, and he thought I was a little racist, because he was, he saw the noose on the shirt and had no idea who Hangman Page was. Nice. While wearing a Bullet Club hoodie. And I'm just like, eh. I'm just like, okay, I just give me your hoodie, I'll pay you the 50 bucks, just give me the shirt, buddy. Yeah, you failed. Yeah, just, yeah. Um. Just if you don't know who Hangman Page is, go look on Being the Elite. He's one of the main main Bullet Club guys. He's probably one of the most improved wrestlers in, in New Japan Ring of Honor in the past year. I can see him being the breakout star. Definitely, he was of, like the resurgence. And when they put him in the Bullet Club, it was we were like Wolfpack with Bullet Club. We're still like Wolfpack. Yeah, <laughs> with the Bullet. Actually, we're past. We're like NWO 2000 now with Bullet Club. Okay, like yeah. We've got the LWOs and the BWOs. And, <laughs> you know, like, I love Bullet Club, but it's done. Okay, folks, I'm sorry. Bullet Club is passe. We're announcing it right here on Gilby Talks. But I, I still have 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 all these shirts though. It's we can <laughs> we can still love it, but the glory days of the Bullet Club are gone. Yeah, I think it's going to turn into the Golden Elite very soon. Yeah, we're at like Four Horsemen version seven. Like, <laughs> this is pretty Paul Roma joining the Four Horsemen. That's where we're at right now. Yeah, or uh, Mongo Mongo Mika, Mika Michael. Were, Mama, they, were they in at the same the same horrible time? No, uh, that was like Mondo McMichael was about the fourth or fifth. The Horsemen were doing okay. It wasn't until they added pretty Paul Roma, who was a jobber in WWF mm -hmm. and got brought over to join the four horsemen when they reformed uh, because Tully Blanchard was on the outs with a lot of people like 90% of everybody yeah but... and so they brought back Ole Arn, Ric Flair and Paul Roma was and that was like the first time the horsemen were like really before then there'd been questionable like Barry Windham was really good Barry Windham didn't look like a horseman per se. Yeah. That was my only objection with Barry Windham. Barry Windham did not look and talk like a horseman. <laughs> Phenomenal wrestler. Yeah. Phenomenal. Probably 
one of the best of all time, but he just he he wasn't the suit wearing the alligator shoes, the halibur, and he just didn't he wasn't that look. That was but he was a fantastic wrestler until he fit the horseman in terms of being one of the elite of pro wrestling. And then Sid Vicious was just an animal. Yeah. So he was kind of an awkward See, I I think Barry Windham would have actually been a better foe for the horseman than an, an actual member. Well, that was kind of how the story started out, and then uh, yeah. he betrayed his partner and joined the Horsemen. Oh, okay. And then Sid was just thrown in because they wanted a big, a strong guy. Yeah. It was when they were feuding with um, Russians, Nikita and Ivan Koloff and Crusher Khrushchev. Man, these names, probably nobody except us know them. <laughs> well, they should go fucking learning, okay? Learn, Horsemen. Learn the, f- learn the history, guys. Learn here's the, here's history. the history of it. Every heel stable ever is a ripoff of the Four Horsemen. Pretty much. Going up to Evolution. Well, Sanity, even with Nikki, Nikki Cross, who's four. Every, like, cool bad guys is a ripoff of the Four Horsemen. Yeah. They were cool before it was cool to be the bad guy they made it cool to be the bad guy and i do gotta say probably the sleeper match on nxt takeover that just happened was Shayna baszler versus nikki cross nobody's talking about that match i really really enjoyed it it just was so different like yes the the tag match was great yes lars versus alistair black was great and velveteen versus ricochet was great and johnny gargano versus champa was amazing but i think those girls are very underrated on that show and it was probably it was crazy versus the amazing wrestler yeah which we haven't seen in a long time which was just phenomenal it was just really really good and it's funny because everybody's like, oh, WWE, you know, divas, blah, 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 divas, blah, 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 forever. And now they're bringing badass shit like Shayna Baszler and Nikki Cross, yep. who are like both like anti-divas. Yep. And, and they're the people only, don't want to talk about it. Yeah, they're the only female match on, on NXT TakeOver. And if the other matches weren't all like five stars, and don't get me started on the seven star bullshit that... What, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yes. I'm like, you have a rating system that you already broke, and then you break it again. What? Don't don't get me don't get me wrong. I am the biggest Omega fan on the planet, but giving shit seven stars. And here's the thing: I'm a huge fan of that, but come on, stick to your fucking system, buddy. You can't just make shit up because you like the guys. Dave Meltzer once again proving he is the biggest fucking mark in the entire wrestling industry. Yeah. Calling himself a businessman. And I'm just like, he's the only guy who, who can be a fan and make money off it. I'm like, here's my opinion on on wrestling. And what would would a quote quote something something to something to wrestle? Fuck Dave Meltzer. That's seven star <laughs> bullshit. Like six is okay. I'm like, alright, you can do a six star match. That I agree with the six star match. But then you bump it up to seven out of five. I'm like, do you even know how 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 percentages work? Thirty-eight star matchup. Yeah, it's just getting it's it's getting too far. And I'm a fan of both those guys. It was a fantastic match. I watched the first half so far. Um, 
here's the thing, guys. I don't have two hours to sit down and watch one wrestling match. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's 75 minutes or something. But with intros, outros, everything, I'm only about halfway through. And Dominion was like six and a half hours. Like, I am a huge fan, but that's insane. Even though Michael Elgin winning the 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 open weight title was fucking awesome. I know everyone's not a Mike Mike Elgin fan, but I've actually met the guy once or twice. He's a very nice, humble, humble guy. And Big Mike freaking killed it. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. And then there was was Money in the Bank, which Tom hasn't actually watched yet, so I'm not going to say it. But you know what? People are bad ma bashing Ron Ronda Rousey for a first one-on-one -on -one match in a pay-per-view event. It was amazing. She did great. She sold like nobody's business for for Anaya. It was great. And people are like bashing it online. I'm like, I'm sick of people just bashing shit to bash some something. They pick one match on every card and it's oh this is the worst thing ever. I'm like, just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. The big monster heel versus versus some somebody else. Not every match is not every wrestler is Ricochet or the Young Bucks or this or Flip. Flip Gordon, some high-flying guy, or even local guys like Smiley. <laughs> yeah, not really local, but yeah, yeah. Can't can't really think of any local local high high flyers right now. Vaughn Vertigo. Vaughn Vertigo. Yep. Yeah. No, he's he's very good. Like, International. Prob yeah. Prob prob probably the best high flyer from from the from the uh, region, but yeah. I went way off topic there. All right. Well, that's a fantastic <laughs> transition since we're talking about our local independent wrestling. Yep. It's a good time to talk about the jam-packed month that is July. Good grief. Um, wrestling is hot in Ontario right now, and we love it. Um, and summertimes, remember guys, drink water as well as beer. I have I have learned this because if, if you're you, you're at, at at one of these small events, you don't want to be puking in that washroom, man. Yeah, don't be the guy barfing in the back. Yeah, don't. No, that's never 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 very cool. It's like water, beer, water, beer. This is not it's not hard science, people. And I'm I'm the guy I'm I'm the guy who loves loves beer. That's actually brought up on. Uh, um, the other podcast where Rob Rob to five nine called me out for having three beers in my hand at the same time. <laughs> three. <laughs> you, were, you were pretty drunk and no limits there. Just a touch. Yeah. Oh God, I haven't been that drunk since like fucking Ryan fell down down the the embankment after the death proof show in the middle of a, a winter time. I remember that. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, the hardcore room trip to Auckland. Oh God, yeah. <sighs> All right. But anyway, back to uh, back to indie indie wrestling, guys. Wrestling. Because... Well, actually, we're gonna start at the end of July or end of June, sorry, because our good friends over at SCAM Promotions, coming at you live out of Haggardsville, are having their one year anniversary show. One oh, really? year strong now for them. Yeah. So it's gonna be a great show. Um, we wish them a lot of luck with that. Uh, it's going to be a lot of talent still getting announced right now. They haven't specifically announced the matches. It's looking like we're going to have Ellie and Habanero holding Albright. It's going to be a very high-stakes match between those two. Holden's going through a very 
dark creepy and dark insane phase. transformation. Yeah, it's very. And Habanero is coming back, eh? Habanero's back strong. Uh, spent some time on the road with him lately, a little bit. But uh, yeah, he's really back, looking to expand, do his thing, and he's always entertaining. Fans love him. He truly loves wrestling and loves to entertain people. Yeah, just like um, sorry to bring up another enter entertaining guy that I don't think we see nearly enough on shows. I want, I really want to see hard, hard, hardcore Hick on more uh, shows. Yeah, we're gonna talk about your old Hick in a little bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so SKM Promotions, Hagersville, one-year anniversary, June 29th. Um, Jam-packed, starting off July 1st, Canada Day, a lot of Canada Day celebration shows. Barry Wrestling, Canada Day Clash, of course, going down in Barry, check that one out. And I will be at PWA Canada's Canada Day Carnage at the Riverside Park in Cambridge. It is free shows all day. Come check it out. It's going to be a great time. Bring the kids. Check out all the events, the parade, and a whole lot of PWA wrestling. Uh, Actually planning on, right now, if I get the day off, I am planning on, on going. Nice. Good yeah. choice. Good choice. Uh, and then July 2nd, Barry, Monday, July 2nd, Barry continues day two of Canada Day Clash celebrations. So that'll be a good time. Also go check that out, downtown Barry. Jumping ahead, Friday, July 6th, uh, our dear friends over at Hamilton Pro Wrestling, Rip Impact School, schools out their latest presentation. Um, match is still getting announced, but so far we got JT Turk taking on his former partner, Adam Grimm. Uh, they've had a fallout because JT's kind of a jerk these days. <laughs> and so they're going to settle it. Uh, Don Polsky Hall, eh, Dom Polsky Hall in Hamilton, check that out. Saturday, July 7th, Barry Wrestling, once again, Summer's Killing Us, the Ferris Lane Community Center, and, of course, the show we got to talk about, CWO Super Slam. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be a big show, big show for us, CWO. Uh, Holden Albright, once again, taking on Quebec's John Cahan. Uh The CWO Championship will be on the line. Bone Crusher Steve Brown defending against the always tough... British brawler at Hutchinson, so that will be one hell of a match. Uh, I have my hands full severely with the Asian nightmare, Quang Chang, taking on Quan Chang, taking on the cadet. That is going to be a tough, 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 tough fight for me. <laughs> the cadet. Oh, it's going to be a rough day. And of course, Friday, July third, or sorry. Friday, July 13th, we got CZW versus Smash. This is a big tour Smash is doing against Combat Zone Wrestling. Night one taking place in the River City Vineyard in Sarnia. And then Saturday, jumping ahead to Saturday night, 14th. Night two of Smash versus CZW right here in London, Ontario. Going to be a huge night. We got the rep facing the old team of... Tarek and Brett Banks, so a little bit of a steady ballers reunion there. It's going to be exciting. And, of course, everyone's favorite, Matt Cross, representing Smash, taking on CZW's Myron Reed. A lot of other good matches, appearances. Uh, DJ Hyde's going to be there. That'll, of course, take place at the London Music Hall. Doors open 4 p.m., bell time 5 p.m. 
That'd... Sure, it'd be some good, entertaining pre-show matches, courtesy of Tyson Duke's Wrestling Factory. Yeah, and always, always fun uh, seeing uh, smashing uh, or smashing uh, uh, London. Well, I like those guys. Uh, also, if you can't make it to London, if you're down in Kitchener, then Crossbody Pro Wrestling presents Fight the Good Fight down at the Crossbody Pro Wrestling Academy in Kitchener. Or if you're a Burlington way, then Pro Wrestling Ontario has the amazing Canadian brawl at the Burlington Lions Club. Check either of those shows out. And then, of course, still a jam-packed day of wrestling. Saturday, July, Sunday, July 15th. I can't get my days right today. <laughs> Sunday, July 15th. Huge day. Um, Pro Wrestling Eclipse up in Oshawa has SummerSlam, Summer Surrender 2018, the Royal Canadian Legion in Oshawa. Alpha One's Battle by the Big Apple up in Colburn, Ontario. Destiny live event, going to be part of the Vaughn Pizza Fest. And then, of course, Smash vs. CZW, night three of that huge tour, is going to be at the Phoenix Concert Hall back in Toronto. And, of course, we still got more. Friday, July 20th, PWA. It's the 13th anniversary of PWA. Wow. Uh, so as part of their 13th anniversary tour, they will be, of course, stopping at the Red Chevron in Guelph on Friday night. Uh, a lot of big matches there, but the one everyone's going to want to talk about right now is going to be the Monster Mafia. Josh, Alexander, Ethan Page taking on the meme team, Easy Air, Kearney, and Jesse Beaver. So that will be, there you go, that's the ticket right there. Yeah. What else do you need? Um, Pretty so, much. <laughs> several other great matches. Um, match six or seven, if needed, in the Jeff Black versus Lenny Lilac best of seven series. And then we're going to jump ahead to the next day, Saturday, July 21st. PWA, once again, the actual 13th anniversary show, 13 years of wrestling PWA Canada. So that's quite a milestone for... Ontario and Canadian indie wrestling. A uh, huge night there, of course. You want to talk about Jeff Black? Well, you will get Jeff Black versus Lenny Lilac in the final matchup. If needed, fans bring the weapons. Boom. Uh, of course, will be a battle royal. A lot of <clears throat> local talent, I'm sure, will be making some appearances. Give me a big chance to shine for a lot of people. Uh, and. Big match, the PWA Elite Championship. Champion Joey Allen takes on maybe his biggest test yet in textbook Tyson Dukes. So we'll see if Joey can hang on to the belt. One of Ontario's, if not Canada's best, in Dukes. Yeah. That, of course, goes down at the famous Alpine Club in Kitchener. Uh, and then, of course, the next day, Sunday, July 22nd, NSW History in the Making. Uh, they returned to the Lincoln Alexander Center in Hamilton, uh, still announcing a few of their matches, but title will be on the line. Champion Josh Alexander defending against everyone's favorite up-and-counter, Brett Michael David. Phenomenal talent. Uh, pretty big high flyer. <laughs> big guy, but a high flyer. So Yeah, it, it was... Amazing 450. When I, when, I, when I have seen him a few times, um, it throws you off because he's such a big dude and he's doing the high-flying stuff. Yeah. So that's going to be a fantastic matchup right there. And then, of course, also going in Toronto that night, um, Impact, Slammiversary 16. So, I mean, huge show for Toronto. Yep. Uh, the Rebel Center in Toronto. TNA is fun. Big time. Yeah. Impact Wrestling now. Yeah, sorry. I will call it TNA for years and years, but... I still do. 
Because TNA is fun to fun to essay. Um. All right, and polishing off last weekend of the month, Friday, July twenty seventh, Alpha One will be there as part of Con Bravo in Hamilton. So at the Hamilton Convention Center. Saturday, July 28th, we've got Junction, Shinder, uh, Junction City Wrestling returns again, of course. The Shockland Brewing Company in Toronto. The Ale Yards, always a good show outside. Bring your kids, have some beers. Good time. No, you know, don't give your kids beers, but dad um, can have a beer while the kids enjoy wrestling. Yeah. That's what I was going for. I don't literally <laughs> Don't get your kids drunk. It's terrible. No, my childhood not be good, not the best example, guys. Yes. Uh, also, Niagara Falls way, CWF Resolution 8. Uh, give me some big names there. Tyson Kidd, Sin Bodie, Tessa Blanchard. Uh, it's going to be the Scotiabank Convention Center. Go check that out. Or yeah, Brantford Way, of course, MCW, annual Rags to Riches. Uh, the Rags to Riches Rumble is always a big shot. Get you a chance for a title shot down at MCW. Uh, other big match going on that day is Eddie Osborne versus Hacky Scott Hacker Scotty O'Shea. So you could say a clash of styles right there. Oh yeah. The fast pace of Scotty against the smash mouth of Eddie. So <laughs> uh, going down Dunstan Legion in Brantford and Sunday, July 29th, once again, Alpha One, the Purge Three at the Knights of Columbus Hall in Hamilton. So always a good show at Alpha One. Mm. So packed, packed month of wrestling, people. Yep. Check it out. Facebook events. You know, I always share the info. You can message me if you really can't find it on your own. Yeah. But yeah, check Facebook. Great source. Company websites have a lot of the listings too. Yep. But go check out also, indie wrestling. And there's also a couple ones, uh, new ones I just found out about. Millennial Wrestling is having a show. I'm not sure the details on it. Uh, yes, MWO, know. Millennial Wrestling Organization. They're and, out of Port Colburn. Yeah, I don't know much about them, but I know they're going to be running a show in August. August? Yep. Oh, okay. And July 21st, No Limits, right? Yes, did I not? Shit, did I miss Pierre? Pierre, I'm sorry, I miss you. Sunday, Saturday, <laughs> July 21st, No Limits Wrestling. Uh, we're Shellac. Gonna come, yeah, Boards of Death match in that one. Tyler Hill defends against Matt Cash. Casanova Valentine, Schlack, and... So. Come on, guys. Schlack is there. If you know anything about Deathmatch, go see him. He doesn't come to Canada often. I think this might be... Uh, they may actually be, be sneaking him across the border for it, so... Yeah, and that's Oleo Restaurant, formerly known as Jet Hall, formerly known as Christopher Banquet Hall. Who the fuck knows what name? 746 Barton Street. There you go. That's all you, all you, all you need to know. Yeah. And parking's easy find it that's right so um, big 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 summer of wrestling don't miss it there's a chance it's all in your local town go out and support the future of wrestling today because then you can say hey i saw matt cross before he was lucha underground champion or i like you some of the ones i say that hey i've seen heidi heidi lovelace ruby riot ruby johnny riot. gardano Yep, Johnny Gargano, Chompa. Lindsay Dorado was a mainstay yep. in Lucha Tio Toronto right here before getting a big call up to the yep. WWE. Oh, God. Crazy, crazy Mary, Mary Dobson at Death, Death Proof years and years ago. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a fantastic chance to meet some of the biggest stars you're going to see yeah. and really get up close and personal with all these wrestlers. Like, you, you don't get to meet 
the wrestlers at a WWE event, Ring of Honor event. Unless it's you a spend good, hundreds of dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's a good... You can, but it's never the same as you can in an indie event. Right. So get out, support indie wrestling. It's a great time, people. Once again, thanks, thanks for uh, coming on, Tom, and glad to uh, see you back, and hopefully have you have have you back uh, sooner than like three months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
So, earliest... I'm glad we didn't annoy you too much by sitting beside you. I, I believe it was us yelling belligerent stuff the whole event. Yeah, and uh, I was I was right there right there with you. Uh, my buddies are huge Jody Jody Jody, Jody Threat fans now, but uh, oh, I mean, can't go wrong with that either. No, she 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 fucking killed she it, held, man. She held her own there. I mean, it started off with Little Rocky, but once she got uh, set in there, yeah, yeah, you know, definitely definitely proved herself. And also, well, my buddy Jeff was drinking a lot and screaming and. Well, well but that, that's... That, that's a prerequisite of death proof. It's an underlying uh, fine print people know about it. Uh, your alcohol level is always increased at a death proof event. Yeah. Um, I think by the end of the night, I was at 15 by the time... Well, well, you were getting three drinks, back. weren't you? There was one point where you, you had three beers, two hands, and you didn't have to think. Yep. So, I mean, <laughs> that was your favor that night. Yeah, um, I had to keep up. <laughs> uh, you know, the motto is drink, fight, and fuck shit up, right? So you definitely have the first part down. Perfect. Well, yeah, I'm not much of a much of a fighter, and uh, I normally fall asleep when I'm here drinking, but it did not happen that 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 night. But there, there, was, there was definitely a, an eventful night, to say the least, full of action and uh, everything else that partakes in a death proof show, for sure. Oh, yeah. Honestly, that was probably one of my favorite favorite shows I've been to in a long, long time. It just the the emotion alone in that show, and just you know, was just heartfelt. And I mean, to to do a show like that has got to be hard on the guys. So I mean, they all kept professional. And I mean, till the very end there, I mean, it was just you know, yeah. just on the back of his mind, what's been going on with Shawnee Mo is you know, it's that family aspect that Death Proof has that really I think touched everyone and brought the best out of everyone else that night. Yeah, because some something that people don't really understand about the Death Proof, it's called the Death Proof Family Guys. It's not just the Death Proof audience or the Death Proof fan base. It's the Death Proof family. And honestly, it is. I've never had an issue with anybody at a Death Proof show. There's been... All right, well, there was the one thing where I spilled a drink on somebody and I bought everybody around and everybody was fine. But that was me and my own my own stupidity i wasn't looking looking where where i was going but accidents happen some of those shows not get packed so i mean accidents like that are fairly common yeah and that's the worst thing that's ever 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 ever, ever happened to me me at a show and it was my own my own my own friggin fault some yeah. of your own circumstances mm-hmm. yeah no i mean it's 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 a family without a doubt i mean even if you've been to only one show or all the shows it's you know, there's there's so many different groups of people. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the stereotype aspect is taken out of it. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from. It, you know, if you're at the show, you're at the show and you're part of the family. It's just, that's that's the whole, you know, the aspect of it. And I mean, a lot of people say they have family and all that, but, you know, without a doubt, Death is a family. And I mean, there's no arguing that. I mean, people will argue it. I mean, but I mean, stupid people will argue anything now on the internet. Oh, yeah, fuck them. Oh yeah, that's my 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 personal opinion on them. If you got a problem with somebody else, you know what? Just fuck them. That's yeah, it. Oh yeah, 100. And if you feel the need to to post it on the internet, good for you. I mean, here's the here's the thing. People's opinion, you is actually none of your business at the end of the day. You know what I mean? So let people say what they got to say behind a computer screen. Yeah, and here's the thing. I'm I'm old, so if I have a problem with somebody, I talk to them. 
I don't know. See, that's the problem. It's, it's 2018. People don't do that anymore. Um, they would rather post their problems on Instagram and social media and Facebook and all that and cry woe well is me and get some attention for themselves. Yeah. Not actually solve a problem, but just because cause a problem. Because I... And that's one thing One thing about you I got I, I got off here. You're, you're a stand-up guy. Um, I try. Just I try even... No, because it's the little things you hold... These are a couple things I notice about about uh, people. If a you hold the door open for for others, it's a very basic, simple task, right? If you let the door slam be be behind you when there's somebody coming, you're I I think that makes you a fucking prick. But oh, without, without. <laughs> it just uh, I'm 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 big on manners, morality. Nah, not really morality, but. Um, just manners and treating people with respect and just like human, 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 human beings, man. And, and that's what goes back to the death-proof family aspect. I mean, whether you're, you know, the top guy or first-time fan, everyone's treated the same. It's, and I mean, that's something you've got to see for yourself at the events, and I'm sure you've seen it. Is doesn't, you know, doesn't matter who you are. If if you're there, you're you're having a good time with the people who are also there. Oh yeah. Because I've been to many shows of theirs over the over the years, I've made many friends, and that's it. Um, yeah, I've definitely been to one or two shows, I believe. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, that's what I mean. It, and that's the thing that the, the same people you see you see almost at every show and at almost every other event now that No Limit Wrestling is out. So I mean, it, it's it's great to see the same faces. It's also great to meet new people too. So oh yeah, because um, actually I met. Um, some of the people who actually listen to this podcast now, who I actually met after the first No Limit show at the McDonald's there, never knew these guys, never knew knew them, didn't know these guys from a hole 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 in the wall, and they actually come up came up toward me and said, "Hey, what are you, Justin? Yeah. Oh, do you do that the podcast that somebody mentioned? Yeah." <laughs> And that's and that's the coolest part. I mean, when you when you do something, it's it's not for attention, right? It's just just to you know spread some info out there. And I mean, when people people you don't know are listening, it's even better because you just you're, you're actually reaching people without even you know actually trying to. Yeah, so it becomes own own uh, its own entity in itself. Yeah, it just um, mm-hmm. as I've as I have said said many times on this thing, um, I don't. I don't care if I have an audience of one person or a hundred people or hopefully one day thousands, but I do this for me. Um, I've actually brought up the thing that I've turned down down sponsorship before because I like to being able to say the word fuck on on a podcast or being able to talk about my political views or conspiracy stuff or pretty much whatever is on my mind at that exact moment moment in time exactly i mean and that's that, that's the way it should be i mean you you kept your mind on the prize i mean sponsorship's definitely going to censor you and you know if you want to say whatever the fuck you want including the word fuck you should be able to yeah yeah the other one they wanted me to uh kind of do a pg route which oh, fuck that. which is fine there is a place for it but that's not not me because yeah. i'm a dad i'm a husband um I have watched so many Japanese cartoons that I have no idea what the hell is going on. 
that I can't even name any any of them, but I watch them because my boys my boys love them. Uh, Yokai Watch. I still have no idea what this is. It's something about ghosts and that you can track them with a watch. That's what the show is. Whoa. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, they should call Ghostbusters to get that problem solved, but... <laughs> Actually, one of the uh, they have a white slimer on that show, and my son says, "No, he's God. I can't even remember his name. Something, something in in Japanese, but it looks like a white slimer with like bulging eyes, and it, that, that's it." <sighs> oh, yes, it's definitely might, might be the foreign Ghostbusters. Yeah, know? yeah, maybe. But okay. Uh, I kind of went off went off the uh, rails rails a little bit there, but that's what podcasting is all 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 about, man. But um, now back to the wrestling thing. Why do you love 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 indie indie uh, indie wrestling, Rob? Well, it, it's plain and simple. I mean, I like professional wrestling too, but with the indies, you get you get guys who actually have heart. You know what I mean? It's it's and you see them different aspects of the person, right? Like their characters and all that. You can see them change throughout the years and you can see their talent grow without it. Some people, you know, do it for the fun of it and some people really have the ambition to get to a higher level or just to be that top guy they want to be. So to see that, you see the transition and, you know, the some of the feuds that go on too in indie wrestling are bar none some of the best. I mean, being biased towards Death Proof there, um, the Mac, or big... Money, Matt Cash and Shawnee Mope a few years back was, you know, so much not, fun. Only bloody, not only bloody, but you know, it definitely, you know, had had its uh, emotional roller coaster to say, I guess. Yeah, it was like when 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 the ending happened and Shawnee Mo actually came back out to help out to help Matt uh, Matt uh, Cash after he lost his uh, fortune. Everyone was on their feet, feet at the rock pile, wondering if he's going to help or if he's going to walk. And that's and that's the thing. The mastermind that worked behind Death Proof there will never, ever. They lead you one way and just turn the switch the other way. You can you, you can you can assume one thing and think it's going to go that way, and they'll turn it right around on you. There's always a surprise almost at every event, if not a, a handful of surprises. Yeah. Just like, like the return of Shawnee Mo with the last one. I mean, no one would have saw that coming. I mean, it was great to see him wrestle one last time. Hopefully that's not the last time, but, you know, yeah, it, it, was, was, it was great to see. As you noticed, uh, tears were coming down when he actually went 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 in, in into the, the ring. Back, yeah. And he actually and... set the bat down, too, which, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, hopefully that's not the last we see of Shawnee Mo in the ring. I know he'll be out and about. Oh, we're still going to see him at 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 events for sure, but it's just not going to be the same without him with without him in the uh, without him in in the in in the ring. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, maybe someone will come close to what he's done, but no one will actually beat Shawnee Mo. I mean, he's he set the standard for himself and set it to a level where you know people can come close, but they'll they'll never beat Shawnee Mo. There'll be, never be another one like him. Yeah. Um, and the reason I, well, I like the guys so much. Uh, did I ever, did I, I, I haven't told you the, the story about me meeting him, him for the first time, right? No, no, I have not heard that. No? Uh, it was at the rock pile and, and end of the night, everyone's having, having, ha- having, having a 
smoke outside. And I was actually there to see his first match in death in a death proof uh, ring. And he just in the corner, corner, corner by him by himself. It's after his very first match. I just walk up and I say, hey, man, actually really, 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 in, really enjoyed the match. And his response was, why? I'm just like such a humble guy. Just like what, what, what did you actually like a like a like a like a about it? So I talked to him for two minutes and and just shot the shit. And that's the first time I well I actually met him. A lot of the guys are like that too. I mean, they Shawnee Mo's an intimidating looking motherfucker with the tattoos and the bald head and the you know when he's mm-hmm. got the camels on, he just doesn't look like someone you want to cross. But you have one conversation with him and you you leave going, man, that guy's really nice. You know, yep. it's, you can't judge a book by its cover in Death Proof. That's for sure. I know because some of the guys don't like Shawnee Mo is a badass looking looking guy, and it just. Um, you know, he would talk to him for two minutes, and you know, if you're cold, he will give you the honest shirt shirt, shirt off his back. Oh, without a doubt. It, and that's if he even has a shirt on, which is, more recently, it's a common thing, but it used to be rarely. <laughs> yeah. Back to pro, uh, professional, res- professional wrestling, WWE. When, because I find that's the one that... 90% of the time people get into wrestling by watching WWE. There's, I know of one guy who uh, didn't watch, got into Jap- Japanese wrestling before even even knowing WWE was it was a was a was a thing. But just oh, I because. I mean, there's four to five dentists, right? There's always that one person who just breaks the mold. Oh yeah. For yourself, what what when when you first re, re, remember watching it? watch it when I was a kid so when I went over to my grandparents house he would put on uh, WF Raw there <laughs> it's always like, the grandparents <laughs> oh my god you know he passed away two years ago god rest his soul but yeah I'll never forget he used to put it on and if my mother would ask if I was watching wrestling he'd say no so <laughs> that was my uh, actual taste into uh, professional wrestling and that was during the Austin era so mm-hmm as a young kid, driving a truck, cracking a few beers, and stunning people was the coolest thing that could ever happen in your life. Yep. <laughs> and then as I got older, I realized beating up your boss, drinking beers, and driving a truck is just living the dream at the end of the day. Yeah. Because that Austin, the Austin character was a one-time thing. I There's never going to be that again, no matter what happens. I think no, it was he can. A... he can. I mean, he drove anything with four wheels on it, and threw anything, and drank copious amount of beers yeah so, yeah no there, there'll never be one like them but that's that was my first taste into wrestling seeing stone cold steve austin and i can't remember the segment or the what match led into it but i just remember him driving a truck kicking yeah. the shit out of somebody and drinking two beers yeah so, because for the longest time he was driving anything atvs bikes trucks a beer truck, truck. Uh, the monster truck the beer truck you know if it had four wheels he'd drive it didn't he actually drive a Zam, uh, Zamboni down once? Oh, yeah, the classic Zamboni, yeah. Jumped <laughs> off it. And, yep. But I, I mean, that, that was, you know, that, still my favorite wrestler of the day is just Stone Cold. I could watch his classic matches for, for days on end. But, oh, yeah, that was my first taste of wrestling was the, the, the Stone, Cold, Stone Cold character during the Austin era. Cool. 
Well, do you watch any of the the modern modern uh, product or? At times, yes. Um, I used to like two hours, three hours of wrestling. I mean, to take nothing away for it, it's you know just too much at times. I mean, with the with the law on the go, it's I I, I try and recap on it and see if something big happens. I'll watch that, but uh, I don't actually sit down regularly and get to watch it as much as I'd like to. Yeah. Uh, personally, so I hear yeah. fine what what goes on, but. Uh, um, yeah. I know myself. I can't. I can't spend three hours watching 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 TV ever. It just. I can't sit for that long, so I fast forward it, watch it through the week. Um, I'm a big, I'm an NXT fan right right now. Uh, Gargano yeah. oh, and Champa or definitely yep. And I gotta say, loved been loving Johnny Wrestling since he was a the Smash Champ, which was it's it's pretty cool seeing a, like a local champion be the main guy in in NXT. I mean, and that's the whole thing, even with um, Kevin Owens, who was Kevin Steen, right? Yep. I remember the Ring of Honor show after he just won the belt, and he was just walking through the parking lot after, and we said congratulations, he stopped and had a conversation with us, which, you know, it was two or three years before he actually went up to developmental, but it was just, you know, goes back to the, the, the humble sense of people, right? You, you think there's someone on TV, and they, they'll sit and have a conversation, or stand and have a conversation with you after you know, a big moment in their life or in their career at that at that time. I think that's why why I love the indie the indie wrestling stuff. Like it just how often can you get a picture of me uh, me a guy you just met 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 in the crowd and a professional wrestler lying in the middle of a ring 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 after a show and two two oh. out of the uh, three are three of you are pretty drunk. <laughs> and uh, that was uh, that was when I got the close two count on uh, Warhead, was it not? Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, not too many people know that. I don't know if he wants me to speak about it or not. But uh, for anyone listening, uh, I got DQ during the So You Think You Can Death or So You Think You White Trash. So I figured I wanted to show Warhead my wrestling skills, and he was on the mat, and I got a close two count. I believe it was the ref. I, you were there, so I'm not sure. Was it the ref that was counting slower? Did he kick out an actual two count? I'm not. Uh, not too sure on that, but I'm I'm not a not a not hundred percent, but um I think we got to uh, check the check the uh, DVD sales or the yeah, the I, DVD. I think I think that uh, the cameraman was paid off. I don't think that footage will ever come out. So <laughs> you warhead and the referee at the time who know this story, so yep. it's one of those conspiracy theory right now. Whether you believe it or not, it's sort of up to you. But there is a picture. Right after that, where we're all smiling, so. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sort of perspective is uh in your own mind in that situation, but yeah, no, I'll, I'll know that was a close two count in my opinion, but. Oh yeah. You know, yep, close. No hard feelings though. I mean, I'll I'll take a disqualification for Shawnee Moe to step in the ring again any time of the day. Oh yeah. Speaking of uh, speaking of that, just gonna gonna kind of kind of start 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 wrapping this up. All right, Rob. Any uh, well, thank you very, very, very much for your time here, man. And I'm oh, just going to uh, uh, just wrap it up here. Are there any Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, any any accounts accounts you would like uh, people people to people to follow or? Oh, it's it's up to everyone. I mean, it's uh, Instagram's Rob dot dot five nine. Facebook's Rob the five nine. Uh, and Twitter's also Rob the Five Nine, so any of those, um, you know, 
you can send your insulting tweets or comment your your shit, you know, <laughs> or we can just shoot it, whatever you feel like doing. Uh, you know, I'm 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 fairly social guy, so I'm I'm up for anything with that. So, oh yeah. And guys, I uh, don't know if he wants me to actually bring this up, but he and if he doesn't, I'll just I'll, I'll just I'll just edit it out. He's actually the guy I believe who does the Deathproof Twitter and uh, Instagram, right? Uh, uh, if we're going with conspiracy theories, I cannot confirm or deny that at this time. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can leave that in there, but yeah, no, I uh, it's sort of a mystery who's running the Instagram account. I'm not too sure. If it's myself or someone else, and I know the Twitter's run by a couple of people. Okay. So, yeah, no, it's 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 anyone's guess, you know what I mean? Yep. Oh no. With uh, the people. Hey, with it, with it, death, death, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> with <laughs> with death, death proof guys, you you never really know what you're where you're gonna get. That's the uh, the fun fun thing about it. Oh, it's never a dull moment, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Okay, man. Once again, thank, thank you very you. thank you very, very much for uh, coming on. And uh, once again, thanks very much for uh, coming on and appreciate the time. Oh, thank you. It was a privilege. I mean, I'll see you soon, I'm sure, too. So you take care and uh, all the best. You too, man. All right. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. See ya.